You ask someone about their weekend and suddenly they're talking about next month's vacation plans. And now they're using technical medical language you can barely comprehend. Did you just say something? <laughs> now, before you throw shade, think back to a time when you might have done something similar. We can agree that there's obviously a communication barrier here. Let's not have that happen to you. I want your skills supercharged. So stick around for part two of our Barriers to Communication series, where we discuss more surprising reasons why the person you're talking to might not actually understand what you're saying. Up Explorers, Mary Daphne here of myexplorning.com, where we believe social skills are the key to the good life. What's the good life? It's where you call the shots, you have a crew you can count on, and you're on a mission that you care about. In part one of the Barriers to Communication two-part series, we talked about some of the most common roadblocks to getting your point across. Today, we're going to dive into five more ways you might be losing your audience. Our goal here is to remove communication barriers. By understanding these barriers, you'll equip yourself to be a much more effective and persuasive communicator. The last one is particularly dangerous and particularly prevalent. So I'd love to hear your experiences with it in the comments below. Let's get right into it. Number one, lack of enunciation. Similar to number five in part one, this also has to do with the delivery of your message. Enunciation is how cleanly and clearly you're sounding out your words. When you don't enunciate, your speech turns to mush, your words blend together, and people miss what you're saying. So what's the solution? Slowing down your speech helps with enunciation, but in this instance, your focus should really be on making sure that each word you say is pronounced fully. If you watch a news anchor or a Broadway show or a really good public speaker, you'll notice that they articulate each distinct word. Some words do naturally blend together. Like, where are you going today? Notice how I barely pronounce the R. Try it again with clear enunciation. Where are you going today? Sounds a bit strange. In those cases, it's fine for the words to blend. That's what connected speech is all about. But in most cases, you'll find that separating your words helps the listener fully comprehend what you're saying. Even if it feels a bit stiff, that's worth it to ensure clarity of speech. And when you do it more often, you'll start to sound more natural. Two, vague language. We've talked a lot about verbal communication, but there are communication barriers in writing as well. The biggest challenge with written communication is that there's no body language or tone of voice. Without those cues, it can be really difficult to know how something's being said. Are they angry, sarcastic, or were they just in a hurry when they wrote it? So what's the solution? The most important thing in written communication is to be really clear about your tone of voice. If you're frustrated about something, it's best to say that. 
If you're making a joke, make sure to say that as well. After the joke, of course. Emojis, when appropriate, can actually also be a fun way to lighten up your written text. There's nothing like a smiley face or two to lighten things up. The bottom line is just don't leave anything open to interpretation because you may discover that the recipient's interpretation is very different than your intention. And that's where confusion starts. Three, over communicating. When conveying ideas, people often like to err on the side of more than less, which is a mistake. When you say things using too many words, it's easy to lose your audience. They may become bored or just lose track of what you're trying to say. Wordiness also leads to you repeating yourself, which can cause confusion because like, didn't they already say that? So what's the solution? Less is best. Choose your words thoughtfully and don't repeat yourself. This will ensure only the important stuff gets said. It can be helpful to structure your thoughts using bullet points, which ensures each idea is articulated clearly and more importantly, only once. Don't forget, you can always add to what you said if they have questions. But once you say something, you can't take it back. Four, failure to engage. It's so easy to launch into your favorite topic and speak about it straight for 10 minutes. But don't assume it's also your listener's favorite topic. While you're talking, be on alert for boredom or loss of focus. If someone is bored with what you're saying, you're not getting your message through to them. So what's the solution? If you discover that you've lost their attention, Find ways of making the conversation more interactive. Ask their opinions, share personal anecdotes or stories to get them fired up and be authentic. The more they're encouraged to participate, the more likely they are to follow along. All right, that brings me to number 10. The most dangerous of all communication barriers. Five, tyrannical talk. This last one is toxic stuff. It's at the core of bullying and hateful speech, and it is not okay. The way this normally plays out is that someone gets on their soapbox and proceeds to tell the listener what to think. This is very different than expressing an opinion because in this case, there's no room for dissenting opinions. It's the speaker's way or the highway. This one-sided type of talking forces the listener to accept what is being said, which can be a really uncomfortable experience. In such cases, the listener often shuts down mentally and once the speaker finishes, walks away with no intention of comprehension. So what's the solution? Be respectful and open-minded. You're free to stand by whatever you're saying. And don't hesitate to speak with passion, but just make sure you're saying it in a way that really makes it clear that you're open to other points of view. Even better, once you've spoken your piece, ask for the listener's opinion. For all you know, they might change your mind. Well, there you have it. The second five barriers to communication. So let's quickly recap. One, 
lack of enunciation. Be sure to sound out your words. Two, vague language. Be as descriptive as possible, particularly in writing. Three, over-communicating. Keep it short, silly. Four, failure to engage. No, yawns don't count as engagement. Get them asking questions. And five, tyrannical talk. No one likes a tyrant. Speak with an open mind and you'll be far more persuasive. The biggest takeaway here is that effective communication is an active process. It requires you to be aware of not only what you're saying, but how you are saying it and to whom you are saying it. It's a two-way street with some give and some take. If you do it right, your listeners will hear you out and respect what you have to say. At the end of the day, if the topic is something you feel strongly about, there's nothing more important than being heard. So be sure to take a generous, open-minded approach to ensure that the audience actually listens to what you have to say. Well, that's it for today, Explorers. Add these strategies to your communication toolkit, try them out, and make them your own. And be sure to check out the blog article over at myexplorning.com to review the concepts that we discussed in this video today. If you enjoyed this lesson, like, comment, and share. It really helps support the Learning community and all of the hard work that goes into this channel. And if you haven't done so already, subscribe to join our tribe of Explorers. I will see you in my next lesson. Happy exploring.